you to get distracted. I don't want you to get familiar as well. When we come into God's presence, is we have come here simply to seek God. Yeah. Are you here with me, guys? Yes, we have come here simply to seek God. Let me tell you something. In accordance to man's um, endeavors, yeah, to men endeavors, the things that mankind will begin to do, there are better things we can be doing than this. But in the eyes of God, there's nothing better than what we're doing right now. There's no business, there's no mobilization, there's no um, um, meetings that's more important than people that will take the position of Mary and just sit. Because I realize that sitting is God's way or is the spiritual way of growth. Are you listening to me tonight? So I, I find it fit that I'm going to begin to repeat some things that I've been sharing with the ministry team because... I now understand that God wants us all to get to the same page. Yes, and this is going to begin because what the Lord began to say in the place of worship, and it's very intentional that I'm moving the way I'm moving or asking certain things specifically. That's why I'm going to need you to work with me. Yes, we're going to do for the next four weeks, we're going to start it for the next four weeks. Every Saturday or every designated day, we're going to start something called the Seekers Forum. Are you listening to me? These are people that are willing to do everything, the extra mile, to be able to find God. We're going to begin to challenge our love for God, and there may be plans, but we're saying, God, God, we're putting those plans aside in order to get to know you just a bit better. I want you guys to understand that if anything, if God is going to release anything over your life, it's going to be directly proportional to the knowledge you have of Him. So for, for a period of time, we're going to begin to press in a bit more. In this time, God is going to begin to challenge and expose certain things that has been the hindrance to our growth. Things of many voices, God is going to begin to challenge. The pride of someone's heart, he's going to begin to challenge and expose. The, the inability to hear instruction or to be one, he's going to expose it during these times. Because the Holy Spirit is coming to prepare a people yeah. that is for a work. Yeah. Are you here with me, guys? Yeah. So I'm going to need your attention. And again, these things are not planned. It just makes us seek God more. God, how are we going to get the word that will cater us for this time? We rely on God. Yeah. I began to teach you guys, especially the ministry team. And again, I'm going to repeat some things that I've been sharing over the last few days. I'm going to repeat it here. And then if we find fitting, we'll go into some new things. It's clear that God wants us to worship tonight. It's clear. But I want you guys to understand that, and I've said this before, worship is a download. That's the reason why worship cannot be tainted. Worship cannot be something that is moved by how the chords sound. There's a chord in my heart that I am singing towards. Are you listening to what I'm saying to you guys? These things, let me explain something. It's very easy for us to take up a a way of speech. It's very easy to sound like, to begin to preach like a preacher. To say things that will begin to move the heart of people. I'm not trying to stir you up physically. What is happening here, God wants to impart his spirit, his word in each and every one of us. And there's things that God... Now, the people that will remain in this this seekers forum are going to be people that are saying, God, I want more of you, but there's something that 
pulls me away or denies me from you. God, you're going to have to seek me as I'm seeking you. Are you listening to me? Seeking goes deeper when God begins to look for the individual because what God begins to do is he's looking for the soul that he knows. Are you hearing me? He begins to look for the soul that he knows. So when we draw closer to him, he's saying, this guy takes the shape and the form of someone I formerly knew. But I am going to have to draw him closer because anything that is not summoned to my presence will drop off along the way. So if Sultan has has come together, I'm just using an example. If he has come with the personality of pride, pride was not summoned to God's court. As he comes closer, pride will stop off along the way. So this seeker's forum is not just one way, it's two ways. God is looking for the man he predestined, he prepared for a work. So this work is going to be, uh, or these forums is going to be definitely heartfelt. It's going to be challenging. There's going to be the ministration of the sword. The sword may pierce you at times. I told everyone that when God begins to speak to us and he speaks to us at a new level of understanding or a new level of knowledge, we are not trying to understand with our head knowledge. We receive it by faith into our spirit man. So there's a lot of things that God is going to begin to change amongst us. And before I enter or begin to um, do a bit of a recap or begin to repeat the things that I've been sharing with you guys, before I go into why I mentioned in Isaiah 50, that God is speaking about giving the Holy Spirit. I want you guys to hear me with this. We've just come from a meeting and what gels us together is not Pastor Obi. What gels us together is not Pastor Enrique, Pastor Ben, Pastor Dami, Pastor Ashley, it's not Pastor Sharon, it's not Pastor Ellen, it's not Remy, it's nobody. What gels us together is the mission called Spagnation. No, the spirit called Spagnation because he's a person. There's a certain language, there's a certain personality that we are, we will all adopt as we get to know this spirit, this person called Spagnation. Are you listening to me? I'm saying all of these things strategically. So we came from a meeting and we realized that, listen, when a prophet speaks, God has spoken, not that he will speak, he has spoken to the person that will provide provision to make sure that that word is met and what God will do is that he will begin to repeat time because in every age of time there's new bodies it's the same spirit but it's a new body no no there can be a spirit I don't know how to say that can be a spirit okay let me just use Bible so I don't offend anybody there can be a spirit of Elijah who I call the spirit of revival in the body of Elijah but time will change and dispensation will change and this body may be Elisha or this body in the New Testament may be called John what God begins to do he repeats time until he can find the person that he has spoken to that will do anything to meet ends meet to make sure the prophet's word comes to pass we see in scripture that it didn't matter the involvement of the devil in fact I don't see much of the devil let me say this to you outside of chapter 1, chapter 2 and chapter 3 especially chapter 3 of Genesis I don't really hear of the devil we hear of Lucifer but Pastor Toby has taught us the difference between Lucifer and Satan but I don't really hear about the devil until the New Testament so let me tell you something it doesn't matter 
the obstructions that we find as we begin to walk into our promised land. There is nothing that can stop us from what God is trying to do. So Judas or the, 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 the chief priest and all of these people, they will all play a part in God's ultimate agenda. They may have thought that they were stopping Jesus. They didn't know that God pre-planned their life before that. Now, why am I saying all of this, guys? What God intends to do with Spat Nation will either be done with you and I or with somebody else. No, you're not listening to me yet. I want to show you the fear of God. I want to let you guys know the importance of God and how we must begin to... You see, the Bible scripture that I just showed you, just to go ahead of myself a bit, the Bible scripture I showed you said that once the word, once God gave them the tongue of the learned, once God opened their ears, once God gave them the ability to receive, they were awakened morning by morning. They, will be, they were able to hear God. After all of that, he made a comment, I will not be rebellious. I feel that I want to confuse some people, so I'm going to try and do this. He's speaking not only words, he's speaking about nations. He's speaking about people. I will not be Israel, I will be Christ. No. Israel, the meaning of Israel were people that wrestled with God. When God began to speak, they will be stubborn to yield to what he's saying. God may say, I need you to leave Egypt. They're saying, why have you brought us out of Egypt into a land to starve? They are wrestling with God. But this person, remember, Isaiah is a prophet. What he's speaking here is saying, listen, the, the people that God has preserved, because Isaiah, like Pastor Toby said to us the other day, please make sure you're listening to what Pastor Toby's saying. If you want to climb in the area of revelation, of knowledge of God, listen closely to your prophet. Yeah. Because he's one of the vaults. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm just preparing you. You're a man of God. You know, we would think that the vault is just a place. If the Bible will show us, just to help you to get you guys thinking, if the Bible will show us in the realm of shadow, which is called the Old Testament, that the temple used to be a building that was built by bricks, gold, or whatever, but then in the New Testament, we no longer see a temple, we see a person. What makes you think that the vault which was a designated place before in the New Testament isn't now a person? No, you're not following me. The treasures, many of us say we've never heard words like we hear now because we've come in contact with the vaults that God gave us access to. So what God is doing, if you really want to grow, you listen, you are to say to yourself, because Isaiah is speaking ahead of the third generation church, the third day church, he's speaking how they speak. The same way that David will be in the book of Psalms, and begin to speak the words of Jesus Christ. He has not physically met Jesus Christ, but he had entered a realm that he will speak align the things that Christ was speaking. This is the same way of the prophet Isaiah. He was not speaking a prophecy, just words. He was actually speaking, no, let me use this word. He was echoing the conversations of the third generation, the third day church, that they will not be like Israel, a stubborn people. That when God speaks, they will begin to resist. They will be like Christ. That when he says, before he's even said it, 
Pastor Toby began to speak to us about the person of the mind of Christ, someone that has the mind of Christ. They get to a place whereby they can even instruct God because their mind is one. Their heart is one. So obedience will not be something that I try. My body just naturally moves in obedience. It just naturally moves in that. God has a plan for us. So I've seen it. God has had to rebuke me. There are many nonsenses that we've embraced amongst ourselves and it's hindering the plan. When we look at the Bible, God is looking for the person that naturally, because let me just say this in passing. The Bible lets us know something, guys. That before, when I wanted to reveal my words to you, I will have to engraft it on tablets or stones. Bible showed us that the first attempt of mankind to be able to have the word of God delivered to them, they will break it before they've even started obeying it. So we see that Moses, the thing about Moses, this is not where I'm going tonight. I'm going to do a recap. I'm definitely going to make sure I do a recap. I believe the Holy Spirit wants me to do that. But listen to me. Moses already showed us when he came down with the tablets of stone that before he can read it to the people, he broke it. Just telling you that it's inevitable that your trying of coming to God is impossible. So God begins to say that, no, the people that will hear me, the people that I've reserved are people that naturally has the word governing their life. It is not a trying thing. These words were written before times in their hearts and in their minds. No, just the way they think is the word of God. Just the way their heart begins to beat is the word of God. This is not, Lord, I'm trying not to do this. They cannot do it because their word and their mind and their heart has not been configured to allow sin. Those who are born of God, it lets you know that it is not you. The life of a man is in his blood, right? So if we begin to say that we're born of God, we carry the blood of God, so to speak. You know what I'm trying to say? So it's in my information not to be able to sin because it's not actually my information it's not my dna it's actually god's dna but that's not even where i'm going so i want you guys to begin to understand that when we begin to speak these words what the word of god is going to begin to do during this seekers forum is going to begin to take out every nonsense that hinders us from actually being revealed at the as the third um, day church that's who god is looking for pastor toby began to speak and he told us, he told Moses, prepare the people. Moses will be a figure of the fivefold ministry because the maturing of saints will be left to the fivefold ministry. And he will have to put the people together to meet the Lord today and tomorrow, begin to prepare for the day of the Lord. The third day church is what God is looking for. All preparation that we see from Genesis all the way to Revelation was just for this church. This church will receive the down payment, the deposit of eternal life called the Holy Spirit. We receive the Holy Spirit, which is just the taste of the fullness that we are about to enter. That's why the Bible says, work out your salvation. We have not entered it fully, but the Holy Spirit is just a mark that that is for you. Should you persevere in this, you will enter that which I have reserved. I've told people before that there are knowledges, there are, there are, treasures, there are blessings, there are powers even to say, 
that has been locked up for yeah. a certain generation. Yeah. We see that in scripture. Yeah. What I'm doing as I begin to do, let me tell you something. Pastor Toppy said it before. As we read the word, as we share the word, we're actually moving back to the state of Adam. So the Bible actually reminds you, you're not learning something new. It's just uncovering what is already there. Yeah. Did the Bible not tell us, and has Pastor Toby not told us, taught us before, that your heart, in your heart, dwells all eternity. There's nothing that you do not know. God's dwelling place is in your heart. So what you need to do is that this Bible, which is a code, to the world is a sealed book. To you is a combination code that unlocks the real Enrique. No, are you following me guys? So these are things that we are going to begin to persevere in. I don't care about business. I don't care about your jobs. I don't care about whatever meetings you have. I'm just looking for people that will be willing to be seekers like I'm a seeker. Because I'm saying, God, yes, I know. I just know that there's something more. Or you know that there's something more. Lord, as I seek you, seek me until I am found. But let's not go too far. So the going, just recapping, because I want us to have time for worship. Just recapping over the things that I began to share with the ministry team. So there's a lot of things. So anyway, let me just say this first. So there's going to be, I'm just giving you a heads up. This meeting, I think the Holy Spirit, we called for this meeting. Or let me say the Holy Spirit called for this meeting before any plan was made. So it's not like I called this meeting on the basis of I have something to share with you. It's more like there's the prompting of faith. Now, we called this meeting before there was a meeting. That's the reason why I wasn't here from six o'clock. We called this meeting before there was a meeting in, um, in the Spat Nation General, so to speak. And we were discussing the new move and the new direction of Spat Nation. Let me tell you, just give you a heads up, because it looks like this now has to now be our first COP meeting. COD is coming back. The community unit is now going to be the function. We're still discussing, but as it stands as of, as of now, the community unit, so let me just give you a heads up. I'm not waiting for anything. I don't care. I counted when we were sitting here. When I came in, I first counted who was in it. I said, okay, these are soldiers. We're starting COD from next week, this week. Are you hearing me? Yeah. I understand that some of you are in university, that's fine, but we're starting. And you will begin to understand why we increase the intensity. You will begin to understand. So what's going to happen, we're going to begin to do the community units, but there's a knowledge and an understanding that we will now approach the community units. That would then leave the Revival and Wealth Church to be holding once a month. But what we're going to begin to do is begin to discover the type of church that God is looking for. As we're sitting there, I realize that God says he's looking for a community. Listen to me. Just to show you something, what the old church felt to show us was that God was not trying to remain in the clouds. So I, I said to LAM and some of you guys that when the disciples were looking up there, they were stuck at a realm. Until God sent help and said, why are you still looking? Look in the now. When we look in the now, when we look in the word of God, we are able to see in the future God's intention is that God will be found in the community no listen to me no the Bible says that our home is not going to be heaven it will be a waiting place for the 
uh, for the bride to descend on the new earth. The bride is the holy city called Jerusalem. He's the a new Jerusalem. And God says, you will not even need the sun for light. I myself will come and make a dwelling there. So we know that the first gen church are the ones that's going to bring the God of heaven into our community. Are you listening to me? So the reason why the second coming of God will be delayed is because the people that are meant to bring God down have not even realized what they are being called to do. God is looking to dwell in our community. And until we have a desire to put our community together, there will be no God in our community. So these are the things that God begins to look at us. And this is why I cannot afford to slip up. This is why I cannot afford to be holding someone, trying to drag somebody. If we are not coming, if we're not one in spirit, if you're not hearing the voice at the same time that Pastor Toby began to say to us yesterday, then you are actually not part of this vision. You're only here for a time to let someone in the world know that there's an unoccupied position waiting for you. No, no, no. Peter will not be able to hear God enough. The first person that spoke to the Gentiles was Peter. I'm talking out the disciples. It was Peter. He was the first one that saw and brought the Holy Spirit to the Gentiles. But you see, because he had a stubborn heart, he was a shadow of someone that was coming. So that's why a lot of the times, though we know Peter is the leader, it almost looks like both Peter and Paul was the leader. Because if a man occupies a position but does not quickly respond to God's change and direction, you're only a shadow of somebody that is coming. You're only occupying to let the world know, hey, there is a position that I need you to occupy. I'm saying, God, God, help me to quickly be able to be modeled into the new position that you need me to be. If yesterday we were doing churches, but today you say community units, I am going into community units with a full blast. And I'm telling you, CLD is not going to be like it used to be. CLD is going to give the most into that nation. Because wealth will back God's servant. No, let me repeat. Wealth will actually be the proof that God has actually called you. Because you must have resources for your assignment. A person that is working outside of their assignment will begin to fund themselves. A person that's been given assignment will rely on the budget allocated to them. But let me begin to remind you, and I say remind because I just told you that we don't actually progress forward, we actually go back to the state of Adam. So let me begin to remind you of the things that sit in your hearts that maybe earth has covered. But what we need to find is an Isaac who will be willing to uncover the wells that's been covered by people that were against God, against Abraham. I hope you follow me today, guys. So I, 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 I started to say, and from the, I'm going to try and remember the things that I was sharing, but I thought it was in my heart to share because we need to get onto the same page. So the structure, let me just say this again before I forget. Um, I'm just trying to make sure I get all the necessary announcements out of the way so you can make sure you're soaking in as much as possible in this presence. Um, so what's going to happen is that in order, so we gathered, Pastor Ben was with me, we gathered and we began to discuss that if there's a lacking or a shortage in church, is because the sons and daughters have not really matured 
to what is being asked of them. And it's not that they haven't been matured, it's that they haven't realized their position. You can be a pastor but not realize what you're being called to do. You can be in this house and you may think, oh, these guys are bored and it's spooky. You don't realize that God is trying to save you. And by saving you, he will use you to save others. It's a quick thing that we need to, and that's why I say worship is a download quickly. You'll begin to receive the mind of God, the, the, the plans of God. So it's going to be, what they've asked for is that the community units come back and every community unit is going to stand as one, um, what's the word, Pastor Ben? Um, one center. They're going to stand as one center. So Connect will be one, COD will be one, Elite will be one, Power Base will be one, and Pulse will be one. No, Pulse will actually be two because of how big they are. They will have one in the east, one in the south. And what they ask for is that the generals go back there and begin to pump word. It's just word. I began to say, and me and Pastor Enrique were speaking today about giving. The reason why I cannot tell is Bami here. The reason why I can't tell someone like Bami, give a thousand pounds. Is because if I have not given him enough word and I ask him for money, that's daylight robbery. So, it, and I'm saying this intentionally because the situations that's come to my notice, you don't begin to ask someone for money, even for the cause of giving, if you have not been sowing word into their life. Because it may just be that your anticipation and your zeal for wanting to hit a target you may have just lost a soul. But the Bible lets us know what's more expensive than a soul. God lets us know how much he reacts to a soul that is saved. So you'll see in my life that in my life, when my life wasn't performing as I anticipated, and I realized that I was starting to get discouraged, I realized what Satan was trying to do. He just needed me to, by sight, speak the wrong thing. Skipping is a sacred thing. So, Immediately, I heard the Holy Spirit, Pastor Kobe was speaking, and I knew exactly what I do, and that's how I started this word marathon. So this word marathon thing, I've been speaking word every single day, and I will not stop. This word will not be based on if there's a storage bank of word. It's me coming in the flesh, knowing that the Spirit will engage, he will speak. He will definitely speak. So what was going to begin to happen in the COD meetings, we're going to come and we're going to begin to knack word. We're going to lash it. We're going to lash it. We're going to eliminate multitude vo- uh, multitude of voices. There's no other voice than myself. Listen to me. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. We're going to begin to knack the word. And we're knacking the word. And you guys will begin to know that when I'm seeing a Paris sitting, listening to me speaking, I'm actually frustrated because I know there's a potential in her and I need her to quickly realize the intensity of the work that God desires from her so when I see she's ready I can then say okay go and do a pecker no that's how it's going to be it's not going to be uh, who I'm trooping to no it's if we're ready by resources and by manpower but that only comes by if you're chopping, if you're eating, if you're really digesting this word. So let me tell you something. In the recreation or the revamping or the restarting of COD, there's no new city. New city is in a bin. It's only COD. Are you hearing me? So the city of David is our spiritual name. If we want to engage in the community, we'll find a way to play around the COD name. Are you hearing me, guys? It's going to be very direct, very simple. Hitting word. 
And what I need people to do is because my thing is I must be frustrated seeing Pastor Enrique in front of me because I know he's a firebrand up. Mm-hmm. So it's hitting the word, but I can't release him until I know that there are soldiers ready to work with him. And these soldiers are not just talking, you're not just sitting in a room reading Bible, because reading Bible with no resource in your life, no fruits in your life, you have no merchandise to begin to transact and exchange in the marketplace. You will not win any souls. So that's why we we were struggling in numbers, because people were eating, but I was thinking, are you vomiting out this word, or are you really digesting this word? I'm telling you this, the, the seriousness of this work now is crazy. I told you, I, I, let me be honest with you, I've said it. There's no friends in this. There's no friends in this. I understand that the end goal is that God wants to come into our communities. The devil's doing everything. He, the, the, the Holy Spirit is hovering over the waters. I taught you the time that we had our Sunday service as revival. I said he's hovering over the waters looking for a way to sit. But this darkness is trying to keep him away. In Genesis 1, 2, and 3, we see the whole entirety of what is happening in humanity now. We see that darkness is doing everything to keep God in heaven. Isn't that what religion teaches you? They're trying to keep God in heaven. But God, the Holy Spirit, is trying to come here on earth. So he's looking for light. You are the light of the world. Once we believe in God, we become the light of the world. And we provide entry because if we become light, we cause the darkness and light to separate. We're basically saying, God, you can enter here. Suburb will never remain to be the same. That's how it's going to be. So, man, I'm beginning to, so I'm going to begin to say some things. Again, I say to you guys, please begin to accept God's word here, not here. Do you understand? Believe, the Bible says, and I'll give you scripture for this, the Bible lets us know that the disciples did not understand Jesus until he entered his glory. So I understand that. I may not understand now. That does not disqualify me from being a future leader. No, I was a disciple not understanding, but because I can master my walk, because I can master my followership, I will now become an apostle who will eventually get understanding of the words he's receiving. So just make sure you keep it in your spirit. The first thing I began to say to these guys was that the house of God is called Adam. Are you listening to this? The house of God is called Adam. Adam was not one man. Are you sure you're ready for the word today? Yes, sir. Adam was not one man. Adam was... Okay, so just to help you with this. When you begin to look, even in scripture, this rep, listen, this definition is not even found in Google. It's actually found in your Bible. The definition or the meaning of the name Adam is mankind. Okay, just to help you, we saw the person of Adam. And it's only when God induced Adam with divine sleep that we found out that Eve was dwelling in Adam. So you see, Adam, let me tell you something. Adam is the name of God's house. Listen to me, I'm using words specifically. Adam is the name of God's house. Adam was not one man. Adam was all of us stuck in one man. No, let me change it. Adam was all of us stuck in one body. But God said it's not good for man to be alone. And when we begin to say that God says 
that it's not good for man to be alone. He's saying it's not good for man to be all in all, single. Let me tell you something. Adam is, listen, Pastor Toby has taught us that why Adam is so unique is because Adam is both an engineer and a farmer, a professional and a preacher. He is everything in one body. But God says that the only all in all is me, God Almighty. So it's not good for man to be alone. So for that reason, in order to unite, I must first divide. Adam, go to sleep. Out of you, I will begin to bring nations out. So that's why we see later in scripture that the Bible lets us know that the Israelites that we call today as a nation started off as one man. In one man. So why am I starting off with this principle? I want you guys to first understand this. That one man in you is a generation of people. If you can be patterned, it is easy, it is automatic that thousands are patterned because you're patterned. So until we begin to pay attention to our life, the very details, until we pay attention to that, we will never be able to save a generation. Suffolk is not hard to save because in you is Suffolk. Are you hearing me? God, God dictated your ge- uh, geographical location because that's the land he wants you to possess. So as far as Abraham will make himself there, his whole generation will take over and expand and multiply there. So I started to say to the group, and I said to them, Onyeka Obi is meant to be Adam. Okay, let me say it like this so you understand. Onyeka Obi is not yet Adam. Are you following me, guys? He's not yet Adam. Because Adam is every single type of person. I hope you guys to listen to me. I told you in the beginning, it may look like a building with bricks. When it was fulfilled, we saw that it was actually people. Someone made a comment and they said they realized, in the group chat, they made, they made a comment and said, they realized that God is a very people's, so you can see that he's a people's person. <coughs> yeah, that's right. But God did not come to create a church, and I've said this to you before, he came to create a family. Because he has spoken in the New Testament that there's a family in heaven and that there's a family on earth. Families like to abide together, right? They like to live in one home, right? You know, long distance families don't really hear this usual kind of thoughts there. The reason why mankind is still faulty is because they're still, their father's overseas. Okay, you missed me. You know, you know, like, when you don't have your father in your own home, you can start acting out of place. So this is why the father, you thought that you are trying to return to the father. The father is trying to return to you. If he can abide in your same home, this is why I say that God wants to come to our community. He wants to abide where you're abiding. If you are one with him, you'll behave. The, uh, uh, Tomo, whenever her dad's around, she patterns up a bit better, I think. If her dad's not there, she can act a certain way. So whenever her dad's around, she's definitely not staying at home. Because she knows that, sorry I'm using this example. When, you, when you're one with your father, you pattern up. Let me just put it like that. 
So Onyeko Obi should be Adam, but it's not yet Adam. But like I said, Adam is not one man. Adam is many people stuck in one body. So I said to myself, and I began to speak to you guys previously, so I'm just trying to do bits and bobs of recap, and then we'll worship. I said to, um, what's his name? I was saying to the group chat, and I was saying, you see what the thing with Adam? I began to speak about tending your field. Why would I get onto someone like Pastor Ben or Pastor Enrique? Because their shortfall or my shortfall to them actually makes the whole house be short in the blessings of God. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. If there's a family with a father, a mother, a child, uh, two children, a boy and girl, you know it would be completely wrong if the whole family is doing the duty of the father. Because if everyone's doing the duty of the father, yes, money will be coming, but there will be no upkeep of the home. Are you listening to me? So what happens is that when God begins to speak to us, what God is looking for is everyone to understand their fields that they're meant to be tending. Because I don't need to be a businessman. This is the example I gave. I don't need to do, be a businessman. If I have a kid up and Eve reunited to me, I am now I am now Adam, both a businessman and a pastor. But here's the problem: the disciples showed us, the apostles showed us that they understood God, that it will not be their position that will make them look like they can do anything. You know, nowadays, pastors, and I'm speaking, I'm correcting myself, we may feel like because we've got a following, we can now do whatever we want. No. You still got your designated field to tend, to till. So what happens is that the Bible tells us in um, Acts 6 that um, what happened was that business has increased because ministry and power has increased. So business has increased in the church, but now people are coming to the apostles for matters around business and the apostles who were in line with God they said that listen it is not desirable that we leave the word of God and serve tables if you look in the New King James Version that's how it says word for word so when we see a pastor that was meant to be tending their sheep engaged in business they thought that they were doing their business of sheep and tending of sheep and doing business. No, in God's eyes, you left the word of God. You left the sheep to do business. You can't do both. Because remember, Adam, it's not good for you to be alone. No, are you understanding what I'm saying? It is not good for you to be all in all. Because that's what Lucifer was looking for, to be the all in all, to be like God. But he will be cast out of the house of God because there's only one father. That's why Peter, Paul will begin to say, do not call another man father. He's not saying that earthly you cannot call someone a father. He's saying, do not try to make someone equal to God. Are you listening to me guys? So what happens is that what I need to understand or what I need to be doing is that I'm meant to be praying enough. When I'm saying focus in the place of prayer, I'm meant to have a heart that is pure. I must know who my shepherd is. And I must follow him, not because the shepherd elected himself, but because God elected the shepherd. Mm -hmm. If you can follow, 
you will begin to hear eventually what your field is. Remember that the only reason why David was tending sheep was because his father told him to tend the sheep. Yeah. No, so if you know who your leader is and you hear their voice well, you will know your place or function. Yes. So I said to somebody today that it doesn't matter how hard you work, if you're not working according to your job description, you will not get paid. You will not receive. The Bible says to us that if by any chance you do not realize that you're running a race and that you are to run that race according to the rules, you will not bear the price of the um, of the awards that you receive after you've won the race. So what we need to begin to identify over the next four weeks, we must begin to press in the place of prayer, in the place of worship, in the place of the word until we begin to know what our field of function is. Because unless Kida gets it right, the house will begin to fall short in a certain area. God is looking for a whole house. He's looking for Adam. Because Adam, by himself, God does not desire that he gives birth. But what God will do is extract Eve from Adam. And he will say, he will present Eve to Adam. Now Adam will make, so listen, unity is not something that God pushes. He instigates it for you to push. So he didn't say this is your wife, but he made her in, um, in, in sight of Adam. And Adam was the one that brought unity. Listen, Adam was the one that brought unity. So what we need to do is identify my show. So what God is looking for, remember that keeps saying that he does not desire for anyone to be all in all. That's why he doesn't make a Pastor Ben have everything right. No, Pastor Ben will be a preacher if he's connected to me. Are you listening to me? Yes, I, I will be a businessman if I'm connected to Kida. We will have a complete form. Because remember, Adam was all in all. But that's what God needs us to be. So you understand why everyone needs each other. Even the pastor still needs another person. Everyone needs each other because our unification creates Adam. It creates Adam. But we started to go forward because in scripture we will now begin to identify characters in the scripture. The other meaning surrounding the name Adam is the red man. Have you heard that before? Have you studied that before? The other meaning of the name Adam is the red man. Now we'll be thinking, what does this mean? Why is he called the red man? Why is Adam described as the red man? Let me tell you something. God can begin to give you certain words and you may never, you may not understand. The same way that sometimes to understand the scripture, you have to go and search other scriptures. Because the explanation of maybe Genesis 1 may be found in New Testament. So you have to understand. And just for you to know that I'm not saying things that sounds right. Pastor Toby told us that the Old Testament is not that it's bad. It's just incomplete with the new without the new so unification brings the whole picture so when we hear that the name of Adam means the red man it's only when we go into the story of Esau that we realize that Adam was Esau a firstborn 
who did not understand his right and he will lose his right around the matter of eating something are you listening to me he will eat what god has not commissioned him to eat and he will lose his right but just to show you that it's a bit more like that pastor toby told us the fruit without telling us the fruit and he told us at the beginning of the message that listen I understand I'm not speaking to everyone. I'm speaking to a few. Maybe the fruit may. I, I, I posed the question to the ministry team and I was like, have you ever heard them say that the fruit may have been fornication? Can I help you a bit more? Esau, when we go into the New Testament, he begins to speak that Esau, yes, we know in the story in Genesis, we hear that he ate, in one translation, he ate stew. So I've always busted the joke that he may have been a Nigerian man. You understand? He ate stew. Another version says he ate something like porridge. Yeah. But when you go to the New Testament, God accuses him of being a fornicator. So maybe the fruit that made him lose his position was some kind of fornication. But then when we go to Adam, the red man, we hear that he was found naked. What was you doing that made you find naked? That the Bible would then say, and Adam knew his wife. The tree that he ate from was the tree of knowledge. He knew. He ate. He knew what he shouldn't have known. Outside of the designated time. I've told you before, if you touch finance, before you're meant to touch finance, you've made it, you've become intimate, or you've had intercourse with something that God said, I will give you. But you could not wait because I'm going to lead you to the man called Jesus Christ in a moment. One of the other recaps that there are certain tests that all of us must face. I will show you. Can you be content? Can you trust God? What the world does is that it presents the promises of God to you before time. And it says, don't wait for God. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. So we see Adam. We see Jacob, therefore, that Jesus Christ has to come and take up Adam. Are you hearing me? He has to come and take up Esau. Jacob has to come and take up Esau. He will carry the rights. It will be out the lineage of Jacob that Christ will come, just to show you that them two are linked. I'm seeing all these things because it will lead to instruction. It will lead to certain things. And for those of you that I shared this with yesterday, I hope you're listening. Okay, let me just help you with this. Once has he spoken, twice have I heard him speak. Do you know what the verse says after that? That all power belongs to God. You know the disciples, what made them powerful was that there was a generation of people that Christ will speak to, but they will only hear what he's saying once. The disciples will hear it. Then in the closet, when there's less people, they will desire to hear it again. Power will then be invested in them. If we're repeating, it's because God is trying to give you power. So when we begin to look, we're going to enter a bit of worship in a second. But this is one thing that we're going to take as our template. I personally
personally set for myself. And I said, my personal theme is going to be souls, word, and finance. I've said that. Because of that, I then said that there will be a word marathon. We're just going to increase. Pastor Oki said to us, when we was preparing for Leicester, was it? Was it Leicester? When we are pre- preparing for Leicester, he preached in the revival church. And listen, when birth is about to come, you're going to experience pain. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. When we're giving, you know, before you were giving and it was easier to give. And you, have you expressed the pain of knowing that you're a giver and you cannot give? No, it's not because you've been rejected. It's just because you're about to give birth. But at that same time, your water must break. There must be water. Evident. No, word must be seen. There will be an increase an increased intensity of God's word at the point of birth. But do not be deceived by the pain. The pain is just the indication of an arrival of a seed that you conceived a time before. Seed, time, harvest. You're going to have to go through that time. I then understood something that harvest will be accompanied or, uh, listen to this, Christ, not God, who said in the city, his light, his entourage, in front of him is darkness. So I understand to get to God, there's going to be a barrier of darkness. So I understand that sometimes to birth new life, I have to first cross death. So at the time of harvest, I now know my harvest is not me coming in an African church dancing with um, a bunch of people like my mum used to do, you know when there's testimony there, you come with your whole head just to say nothing. No, at the time of harvest, you experience pain. Are you hearing me, No, are you hearing me, guys? Because it may sound like I'm trying to say revelations. No, God is trying to pull us up to the cloud. Ascend. Who will dwell in the hills? Who will ascend? Up the mountain. Let's go to Matthew 4. Let's go there. It was Elohim that started all of this though. Because I heard that he did a madness on TNM. And it was talking about um thing. And I'm just thinking it, it does the whole because I feel like this. I'm trying to be mindful of time. And I feel like he wants me to do a lot of recap. Oh you know what? You know what I'm interceding for now that I'm speaking to you guys. Sometimes the people that and we can make this decision. You, you know, you can decide your fate. Let me tell you why. What my intercession for is that there's some people that have not heard the things I'm saying to you guys now. The ones that I'm so I'm talking to the ministry team. I shared this with them yesterday. Unless you're not intimate with the Holy Spirit, you'll think that I'm repeating myself. But you know, there's a tendency we see in scripture that the people that were first spoken to never usually make it. Not saying that you won't make it, you'll make it if your heart is connected. Okay, cool. So let's go to Matthew 4. Let's read from the New King James Version. I want us to take instructions from there. For those that have heard here again, because God knows that you need to... Let me tell you something. Uh, just to so, show you something here. Yeah. 
God needs you to hear again. When we say hear, in the spirit, it will also mean eat again. Yes, Who did God say eat again to? Elijah. Elijah, arise and eat for the journey ahead of you is beyond you. Do you understand? Yes, so you ate the first time, but do you know what we tend to do? We hear a word, we get excited, we get satisfied, but one thing that we return to are sleeping disciples. We go back to sleep. God is wondering, I have spoken to you. Do you think I speak empty? The words I speak will not return to me void. If I give you a word, it's actually an activation for you to do. So if you did not hear, but God, a merciful God, he saw Elijah eat. Elijah went to sleep, but he woke up, he tried again. He says, are you really listening? Are you really eating? If you eat, you'll make it to the mountain of God. That is your destiny. My destiny. What did I call you out of Egypt for? I called you not to Canaan, but to myself. What God is calling us all to is himself. Not on the way we may see Canaan, but that's not actually where God is actually directing us to. The end goal was that city where God would dwell with them. I'm calling you to myself. I will not be in heaven. I'll be here on earth with you. Let's go to Matthew 4, verse 1. I want us to read from the New King James Version. Who's going to be my reader? Then Jesus was led up. Well. Let's see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Raise that. Let's go into a moment of worship. Let's go to a moment of worship. Grace, lead us in worship. Just one song. Just one song. The Holy Spirit is doing a work in us, guys. He's doing a work in us.
going to sound very simple, but I think I've discovered something in scripture. And if the Holy Spirit permits me, I'll share it tonight, maybe. But as I was praying, all of us, I saw a thing of fire set over our heads. I told you tonight that the Holy Spirit wants to do a work. So I've seen this fire set, this flame set over our heads. But for some reason, I feel like there's more to it. But that's all that the Holy Spirit showed me. Hopefully, Scripture will help you understand <coughs> what it means to stir up the gift. Hopefully, the Holy Spirit will give us that understanding tonight. Let me just leave that for now. So Matthew 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him up into the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear, up, bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up, took him up on exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you, if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God, and him and, and him only you shall serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came, angels came and ministered to him. Okay, stop there. <coughs> um, I want us to hear all of these, these things properly. And I don't want you to lose track of anything I've said to you guys tonight, the Holy Spirit said to us tonight. Um, I told you tonight the Holy Spirit wants to do a work. He wants to begin a work in our lives. And I understand one thing that the Holy Spirit is also looking for maturity. When Jesus Christ will come to a fig tree, in the beginning we find out that it was God that planted the trees, right? The Bible says that he planted a garden in Eden. Pastor, Sh- Pastor Toby showed us on the third day of creation that that third day was a day that seed will be administered, trees will be administered, they will be they will bear fruit that has seed in it. So let me just put this concept in each and everyone's head tonight, spirit tonight. What God is looking for is maturity. Pastor Toby has told us this before that <clears throat> Nora did not come about 
by the simple act of a mother and a father coming together in a sexual act. That's not why Nora came about. Nora was conceived in the mind of God. So whatever is done in heaven must be then done on earth. So if God will begin to speak in the realm of the spirit about Nora, the flesh must begin to respond to it. I've told you before that the perfect way of conception is that the spirit will sow a seed in the womb of the earth. That's the perfect conception. I'm not trying to sound vulgar, but it will help you understand. There was no father of Adam, but he was created in the womb of the earth. The seed came from God. The earth gave off Adam. First Adam. Last Adam. There will again be no father. The, the Holy Spirit will overshadow you, Mother Earth. <coughs> you will then give forth a child, perfect conception. So can we agree that Adam and Jesus Christ were both made perfect? I said to you, you can decide your fate. Adam was made perfect, but along the way chose imperfection through disobedience. It doesn't matter if God is the one that started it. What I'm trying to show you here is that time serves as a tester. Listen to me, guys. So, if God puts a promise, a seed, over the life of Elohim, Pastor Elohim, saying that so, so, so will happen, it will be during the realm of time that we will know if he's fit for that prophecy. Seed, time, and harvest. God will, the Bible, just to help you understand, the Bible says that the word of God is like a man should go and sow a seed. A sower came to sow a seed. So the word of God is likened to a seed, both spiritually and physically, so that there can be a proverbial meaning for all of us. A seed is very small. So a seed, you will not mind if it got trampled on. You will not regard it as anything special because of its size. But the Bible lets us know that the word of God is like a mustard seed. Smallest of all other seeds, but when harvested, it will be the biggest tree. I want you guys to remember these things. Time will serve as a tester. That's why Christ will be tested after 40 days and 40 nights. Time serves as a tester. When God begins to give you a promise and it looks like your calculation of time has expired for that promise to come about, God will then see your character and your real fruit. Are you listening to me? Because he can only reward you according to your fruit. I want us to analyze this scripture because this is what we need as a basis for COD. COD's first service is now. This is COD's first service. And the purpose of COD or connect or post all of this it's just to make sure that the work of spat nation keeps going. 
Are you hearing me, guys? So in this scripture, we see first the introduction of Jesus Christ, of course. Yeah? We then see the spirit. Yeah? We then see the devil. Then we then see angels. All of these personalities will have a part to play in every single person's life. Are you listening to me though? Yes, yes sir. sir. Are you sure? Yes, yes sir. sir. You know in the end time, angels will reward us for what we have done. They will be the ones to administer the crown of glory, the crown of life to us by the instruction of their king. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. Seed, time, harvest. The first person introduced, to, so the one being tested as we know is Jesus Christ. Jesus is the name of the body. But the real testing, the overall testing we will find here is, Jesus, are you the son of God? Now we can hear this as testing. I think time was trying to prove rather than test. Because for the one that is called, test proves. For the one that is not called, test examines, it tests. Oh, please listen to me. Time, harvest, the seed was the Holy Spirit first introduced. Time serves as a tester, Satan. Are you going to hear me with this here? Yeah? I'm trying to give you an analogy. The first thing introduced to us in this scripture was the spirit drove Jesus Christ into the wilderness to be tested by the devil. She, the spirit conceived something. The spirit drove. In other words, he was led, the Bible also says. In other words, the spirit sent. He then left the realm of time of man and entered a place, timeless. Timelessness is a spirit. He didn't, Pastor, he never said it's the spirit of God. It's a spirit. Do you remember that teaching? Okay, but let me help you with this. So it will be in that time or timelessness or whatever that Satan will be given right to operate. Now, this is what I want you guys to hear here. God wants us to be able to see in scripture. I said this to you before. The Bible says that the book we read is like one given to an illiterate man. And you say to the illiterate, pray, I mean, read it. And he says, I cannot, for I am an illiterate. Yeah? Then it's given to a man that is learned, a wise man, a man of knowledge. You give it to him, and he says, I cannot, for the book is sealed. I said to people yesterday or so that this Bible is not really one you can study. It's one that must be taught. The Spirit must tell you what He's actually saying. If not, you're deceiving yourself if you think you know anything from this word. Now, what I want you guys to understand is that when we climb, so when we go into the place of worship, it's a download. We begin to forget ourselves. And all focus is drawn to the God of heaven and earth. He then begins to show us his back. 
it must take you away from people. Worship takes you away from your surroundings when you're worshiping properly. And you begin to encounter God and God begins to show you. Ask of me and I'll show you great and mighty things that you never know before. There are certain things that we gather once we begin to worship to God. Now, what I want us to focus on is present here is seed, time and harvest. If you think I'm just playing things around, who did Pastor Toby tell us are the harvesters? Angels. As if the angels were not concerned about Jesus' training, it came only at the end. You know, people pray asking for God to help them, and they want, oh, holy angel Michael, to come and defend them. But angels are harvesters. They show up at the end. In other words, the testing is part of God's plan. In other words, Satan is one of God's servants. And we've said this before, Satan is powerful because he obeys God. That's why you can't speak against Satan. That's why even Angel Michael, in order to withhold Satan, it must come from the direction of God. Before Satan can begin to fight someone's life, he must also go to God. The reason why it is very important that we find favor with God is because everything answers to God. Simply. Are you listening to me? Yes, Which therefore means my ability to occupy a position will only be God that puts me there. When I spoke about the tale of two kings, about Saul and David, I told you that both the appointed and the anointed was positioned by God. Even the wicked rulers of this earth, they are positioned by God. Because in everyone's life, they must come across as far as the earth remains. No, as far as Adam remains. It was made out of the earth, right? Mm -hmm. Seed, time, and harvest will never cease. So everyone in here, I need you guys to first understand that there are three dimensions of our lives. The cool can be the seed. It starts off small. Someone with Pastor Rike, a gang member, you're going to be a man of God. It looks small. How? It seems impossible. You can trample over it. Are you hearing what I'm trying to say? Time will now serve as a tester. In that time, the devil will allow Pastor Enrique to be attacked. Pastor Enrique will be thinking, God, why did you allow me to be attacked? Angels will not come until this time of harvest. But because God, because we see in the life of Job, because God is God, he will say to Satan, Touch everything, but his life you will never be able to get. I hope you're listening to me. I saw when we was worshipping fire over our heads. I think a work has begun. begun. But let me tell you something that's funny. I think two is special 
in the word of God. People like to come as brothers. You know, Christ will be found as, um, there will be reference that he's like the morning star. Lucifer will also be referenced as if he's like the son of the morning. Um, there will be Jacob and there will be Esau. There will be the first Adam and the last Adam. There will be um, a leader of the Jews. There will be a leader of the Gentiles. There will be the first or Old Testament and then the New Testament. There will be the two stones of tablets. You know, there's some significant things we must find because two proves. I'll show you in a second. I saw when we was worshipping flames of fire over us. But it's not enough. Okay, Matthew 4. We see here, the Bible lets us know. So Pastor Toby's been talking to us. And it's very simple. I've already gone over that. Um, Pastor Toby's began to... Uh, we're going to go on to worship to end. Don't worry. Um, Pastor Toby began to speak to us. And based on what he's been speaking to us, what amazed me and what the Holy Spirit dropped in my heart is that Satan, who is a servant, now listen to me. This is not something I can always say to everybody because someone will say, hey, this guy, he's preaching about Satan. I'm not preaching about Satan. I'm preaching about your life. Because there's nobody, including Jesus, that will not come across Satan at some point of their life. Everyone will come across that evil day. But what amazes me in scripture is that every time I've read this chapter or this story I've always conceived a mindset because of who I've seen Satan to be I've always conceived a mindset that Satan was trying to derail Christ it was only yesterday when I read this scripture that the Holy Spirit said to me that Satan was actually trying to prove Christ yeah I've seen Abraham Isaac and Jacob. Sorry, I like speaking in parables. It's the way the Holy Spirit ministers to me. As I say it, something new comes. But listen to this. Satan here was proving if this Jesus guy is actually the Son of God. Mm-hmm. Now let's start to look at the scripture. I then said a comment that the Holy Spirit sent to my heart to the ministry team, and I said to them, listen. When the Bible says who can ascend to the mountains of God or the hills of God or whatever it says, one must have, I, I, I found in this scripture because like I said to you earlier, you may have thought I was just saying revelation to wow you. It's bullcrap. Revelation that you cannot find means of application in your life is nonsense. It's being puffed up. That's why I tell you, and that's why the Holy Spirit, before we shared any word, took us to Isaiah 50, that I've given and have awakened their ear. Those who have ears will hear. Because when God speaks publicly, he's very aware he's not speaking to everybody. So those who have ears will actually hear what God is trying to say to them. It's a cord. Love is a secret language. So we look at this. And when we start to see the scripture, I realized that what the Holy Spirit said to me was that, like I said to you earlier, there are some scriptures that you find in a form of a story that are explained later 
in scriptures. So that's why I gave the example of Adam and Esau. We think Esau only just ate. But Esau was also was a red hairy man, right? The meaning of Adam is the red man. So we saw that both of them would make the same mistake that would make them lose their position. Yeah? But I then use that topic to submit to you that sometimes things are explained later. So when the Bible says, who can ascend to the mountain of God? When we hear about people like Moses climbing, when we hear about Elijah climbing, it's only in the New Testament that we find that someone escorted them up the mountain. In this case, Jesus was escorted by Satan. Why? If the Bible says that who can ascend to the mountain, those who have clean hands and a pure heart, purification is only first is only found after fire testing. So time must play its part. From you being at the bottom of the mountain to you being at the top, someone escorts you. You can call him time. You can call him Satan. You can call him test, but you are escorted because not everyone can get there. There's a test before we get to the top. If not, everyone will be thinking that anyone can get there. The Son of God will be the one that will actually get to the mountain peak and remain there. Are you hearing me, guys? So, what we then find is what I want to highlight to you, and this is where I'll begin to round up. God shows us the testings that every son of God will go through in order to get to the mountain peak. The mountain peak is also the ascension. Before Christ can ascend, he must live a life of testing. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. He made the comment, who has descended and ascended before we used to think that someone like Enoch must have ascended. We would have thought that someone like Elijah ascended. But no, nobody. Because you must be first sown down seed. Time tested. Peak harvest. Ascension. Are you listening? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what we then find, listen to me, is, I, I forgot the quote of the scripture again, but Christ became something so that the sons of men can become the sons of God. How does it go? I don't know. I don't know. Just say it. The son of God became the son of man. <laughs> I trust him. I trust him. This guy's Biblia. Noah. <laughs> Are you listening to me? It's funny. But I'm hoping ears are open. So what we then find is if we have been made sons of God, the same test that Christ will go through here, we will also have to go through in our lives. If we go through these testings in our lives, which we can all see, listen to me, Paul will tell us that he's been through all these testings. That's why he get to the third heaven, ascension. Are you listening to me? Yes, sir. So what we then see, I want, I want us to examine and begin to make known to all of us here, 
are the threefold testings that every son of God must go through. I've seen Abraham. I've seen Isaac. I've seen Jacob. Where would we see Abraham? Let's start reading again. I'm going to highlight some things to you. Start from verse 1. Then Jesus was led up. So he was led up, yeah? So it's a journey up the mountain. Go on. The mountain of God. Go on. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And when he had fasted... So when we hear that, the Spirit handed over Jesus to Satan. So they all work together. They're all in sync. Now this story sounds the same as when God told Elijah, come out from this mountain. Go and, anoint, go and anoint Jehu. Go and anoint Elisha. And I can't remember the other person. Huh? I love this guy. Go and anoint these three people. Anyone that escapes the first person will be caught by the second person. Should they escape that person, they'll be caught. A process okay, of dying. Because the only person I ascended had to die in that process. So the person with clean hands and a pure heart was utterly consumed by fire. Mm. They died. But carry on. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, mm. afterwards, afterwards, he was hungry. Yeah. Now, I see something. Let me, uh, let me show something. Afterward, the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the lonely wilderness in order to reveal his strength against the accuser by going through the ordeal of testing. Jesus. Brilliant. Okay, carry on. Don't lose the sensitivity of the Holy Spirit, I'm telling you. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Stop it. So, the Spirit is handed over Jesus to Satan. Satan is to prove. Because testing of gold must be done through fire. Fire, its intention already knows that it cannot consume gold. It can only purify it. Yeah. When God begins to call us to himself, remember, I took you out of Egypt to me what was me the mountain of God between you and me whatever dirt surrounds gold must be removed to prove if you're really gold are you hearing me you know when I say are you hearing me I'm speaking to your spirit so when the Bible then says uh, what is it what was the first test go on it said if you are the son of God if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. Cool. So the fire is now starting its test. Is this gold? Is this the son of God? Because he will also announce to the world, you know your problems draw attention to you. When you stand through your problems, it actually shows that you're actually an overcomer. <coughs> no. What drew the attention of Jesus Christ. It wasn't that he was really walking on the water. 
It was more that he was walking over a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know actively when David Blaine walked over the water because there was no problem. Problems draw attention. So the reason why Spat Nation is got has so much attention is because there's so much conspiracy and problem yeah. that surrounds the man walking on the water. Yeah. I told you Spat Nation is a spirit. Because when it was youth revival, I told you that there's a spirit called youth revival. Mm. So what we then see here is the first testing that each and every one of us will go through. And he said, if you are the son of God, first test. The test of Abraham. What's the main issue that surrounds the story of Abraham? He needed God to provide for him a son. Why? He was incapable to create a son for himself. When the Bible says, turn these stones to bread, he says to you, make provision yeah, for yourself. Yeah, yeah. Are you hearing me? Yes, yes, sir. Sir. I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Yeah, yeah. I am the God of imperfect men. Abraham, as much as you're my friend, you felt your test. Because you saw a stone and when Eve spoke to you you turned the stone to bread the stone was that I cannot have a child the bread was Hagar let me sleep with you Ishmael was made God said I will provide for you I said no the testing of time is too long so I will provide for myself a son are you hearing me? so the first test was the test of provision so some of our brothers they didn't choose to grow up in Brixton they were sown as a seed Sometimes seeds have to be sown. What's funny is that sometimes they have to use animal waste to help seeds to grow. So we was not planted in Chelsea. We was planted in a ghetto. We was planted there. And the seeds did not choose. But it was planted. Yeah. So the first test, anyway, let me just do that. The first test is the seed, is the test of provision. And I said all of that to say, my brother can complain that he's grown up in poverty. If only he knew he was a seed. That if nurtured will become a tree. This tree will bear fruits. This fruit. Animals, birds, people will all come to that tree to eat of that fruit. Yeah. In eating your fruit, they will discover the seed. No, he didn't listen to me. Pastor Toby shows us the way of prosperity 
because we have eaten of his fruit. Yeah. So we now know what we also have to do. Yeah. The test of provision. We can complain and say, God, why was I sown here? No, you were sown to provide a difference. You didn't, your parents didn't consult. My parents didn't say, Onyeka in heaven, I'm getting ready to produce you. No, they just sowed the seed. The tree became Onyeka Obi. So the first test was Abraham. But in order to prove that Jesus is the son of God, is God, he will have to show that he will not fail like Abraham will fail. The Bible goes on. What's the second test? Now you get me when I say, I've seen Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I ask you, why is it that God never says, I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Noah, um, um, David? Because it's still a threefold thing. Yeah. Carry on. What's the next test? No, 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 no. Go on. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. So, just to cause of time, I'm going to skip ahead of myself. Every answer, Isaiah 50, for he has given me a tongue of the learned. No, the learned was tested. He knew what his test would be. He was given a syllabus to learn. So he knows how to answer at the time of testing. I'll take you back to chapter 3. In chapter 3, the verses that led to chapter 4, Christ was baptized by John. God made a comment. This is my beloved son, who I am well pleased with. Yeah? In that same situation, he received the Holy Spirit. Don't lose that. I saw fire upon our heads but I knew that is not enough two always works well together there will be another time on the mountain so when he was sown in water in death the message was said when he reached the top on the Mount of Transfiguration this is my beloved son who I am well pleased at the bottom and at the top God says the same thing once has he spoken? Twice. Have I heard You don't get it yet. You're clapping, you don't get it. Okay. I'll take more. Okay. You don't get it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. So, anyway, um, but the Bible lets us know I told you, when God wants to do something, He said to Abraham, Abraham, I will make your father of many nations before he's ever had a child. God will then confirm his word the second time once the fulfillment has come. Are you getting Yes, sir. So the second test, what was the second? So, but I said that he will give us the word. Listen, I hope you do know that these things are not planned. This is not, I've had a hectic day. Someone was saying to me, I don't know how you're going to do it. 
unless a man will realize <laughs> when a man will realize that it is not them but it's God then they will do more than they ever thought they can do I didn't plan to go to Isaiah 50 but Isaiah 50 tells us he will give me the tongue of the learner if you look at this scripture and if you study it every free answer each of the three answers that Christ gave Satan was from his revision book. You know, in a year, you can have a lot of <laughs> you can have a lot of um, subjects you have to learn. Yeah. Yeah. But if you've got a good teacher, maybe his name is the Holy Spirit. If you've got a good teacher, he will tell you what book to study. Mm. Every answer that he gave came out of one book. Wow. Deuteronomy. Every answer, go check it. Every answer, he was prepared for the test. Lord, prepare me for every test that I'm about to face. Isn't that why God speaks to us before we face things? Because if you're attentive to your vote, your man of God, every treasure, no, let me put that to the side. Every secret that is hidden in the vault will be given to you before you need to use it. Praise God. So anyway, the second test. What was the second test? Let's jump. What's the second test? Then the devil took him up into the holy city. Set him on the pinnacle. So he took him up again. So this was a journey of ascension. And said to him, if you are the son of God, same test. Are you the son of God? I'm trying to help you through. Yeah. If you're the yeah. son of God, because if God will say that even my words has gone through the furnace, it lets us know that God is not void of testing. His word must be tested. Well, I've told you before that when they say the word of God, the word of God is not letters or written words. It's a person. So God told us that it doesn't matter if it came out of my mouth. It doesn't even matter if it came out of me, the word of God, being a person. He will still be tested. Mm. So the second test, say it again. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, he shall give his angels charge over you. And in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. Cool. What's the second test? Isaac, right? You're getting it now. But what, what is the test, Isaac? Protection. I've read Genesis. The story of Isaac is very short. But what's the main thing that surrounds the story of Isaac? That one day against his will, he will have to be killed. What do you think the prayer of Isaac was? Did Isaac pray? Many of us will say no. Because in the scripture, we don't see him praying. But I told you before, that a scripture will only be explained later. Because the old must be accompanied with the new in order for it to be complete. So the Bible will say that Isaac, whose other name is Jesus, will pray all the days of his life that he will be saved from death. It wasn't his choice to die. 
his father will take him against his will that he would die. So in the garden, God will have to show us and Christ will have to show us that he is actually Isaac. That his own will is not that for him to die. But the same way that Isaac will know that for every sacrifice, there's the wood, there's the knife, but then there's the lamb. And he didn't see the lamb, but he saw himself. He eventually yielded. So the only person that didn't fail was Isaac. Not because he wasn't a perfect man. Only because he was a shadow of Christ. Just showing you that the son will not fail his work. So the second test is protection. Are you hearing me? Let's go on to the third test. Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. And he said to him, All these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Stop there. So we now know, obviously, that the third test is Jacob. But what was the main test of Jacob? Jacob's main test we will find the proverb of Jacob in his birth he wasn't the first but the first will become the last and the last will become the first it's just that instead you remember God doesn't want us to take he wants us to receive there's a difference you can take against the will of the person who has you receive only because of the will of the person who has to give he took the first position he didn't receive the first position the third test significance when someone wants to be important they will fight for significance if any man should fail in the testing of provision they are not content Paul will say that I've learned to be content protection did you ever see him waver in terms of his life he knew that God will protect him he will not test God but he knew that God will um, will protect him third test I am the least of the the apostles I do not do certain things because I'm not trying to make myself significant then you'll have entry to the third heavens. You will know things that others don't know. So then you'll become a boy. The maturing of saints, so that everyone will be... Let's read that quickly. Ephesians 4.11. Just don't come off that. For Ephesians 4.11, someone get there. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, Mm -hmm. and some pastors and teachers, Mm -hmm. for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, 
till we all come to the unity of the faith yeah. and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the full stature of the fullness of Christ. Brilliant. What verse, what translation was that? Okay. I think one of the translations says to the maturing. Christ will stroll one day and he will go to the fig tree because he was expecting a maturing of the seed. Are you hearing me, guys? So, listen to me. What God is looking for is matured saints. When you become mature, you become a vault. In you are hidden the mysteries of God. Paul, who was once saw persecuting the Christians, who would have ever thought that the secrets of God will be revealed to Paul? No, maturity makes me grow from being a servant to a son, to a friend. I then share secrets with my friends. I may be coming to Sodom to destroy it. Sodomites will not know. Or my friend who has developed from a seed to a tree, to a fruit, will now become a vault. So when Pastor Toby was talking about vaults, it amazed me that I found out that vaults can be, we can grow into becoming vaults. <laughs> so I quickly ascend to the mountain of God. When you go there, you then know things. They won't hear what God is saying to Moses on the peak of the mountain. But now, Moses will become valuable because he knows it. The ark, do you remember that the ark represents Christ? In every aspect of the ark, we see that before the ark is put in a temple, the ark moves. Are you listening to me? (laughs) The ark moves. Noah's ark will move by the word of God. The ark that the Israelites will carry will be carried by priests. So, you see, what they would cherish was something that man will later become because it must move. I don't know if you guys hear me. It must move too. If it moves and advances with them. So how can we take a nation if we mature, mm. he still didn't get it. Pastor Toby told us, if we're going to be relevant in the marketplace, we must have merchandise of the fruit of the spirit, maturity of a seed. A seed may be not valuable, but it is valuable to the farmer because he knows what it can become. So if we mature, we would then become, I said to you before, oh my God, I said to you before, when I was talking about um, the demand of love and death, and I said that when we become food to the nation, because the nation must always be in famine, problems identify God's children. 
Joseph was found in the midst of a problem. So never again would I complain about the problems surrounding my life. They must identify God's chosen. The same way that God is surrounded not by life, because He is life. You are the light of the world. But His entourage must be darkness. Just like your problem must be around you as well. The same as you are. So what we then find and what God is submitting to us to know is we need to now know these tests. Because if you do not know what you'll be tested on, how would you know how to answer? When the situations are going on and I'm getting uncomfortable, a stone is not comfortable. It's not edible. But when it comes in my life, because I know that this is a process of me climbing, I know my first test will probably be in and around provision. When Satan comes to negotiate, no. Pastor Toby told, told us that when you're rising, Satan at certain points will come and negotiate with you. Three times up this mountain, up this ascension, Satan will negotiate in order to prove because who can ascend to the mountain of God? Should I tell you who? The Son of God. Yeah. You must be gold. That's all. You still don't get it. Gold, wealth, only comes from God. God sits at the top of the mountain. So when I meet with God, remember Pastor Toby said, what is the meeting place between man and God? The battering, the hammering of resources. But I must be trying to find gold at the top. So the world tells you that gold is in the ground. The Bible tells us that gold is in the mountain peak. You get me? So we're going to begin to pray. When we worship, we're asking God to grant us in the place of worship the answers to this test that every man must face. When we pray in the spirit, we edify ourselves. We are strengthened to become like Christ because only he carries the capacity to obey. But I said to you that two is good, right? Yes, sir. Are you here with me still? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two is good. You know, there's a Bible verse that always used to baffle me. Fair enough, Jesus Christ has died. Three days he has gone through his resurrection process. On the third day he rises again as promised and the Bible says and I want you to find that scripture actually you know what I'm doing here do you know what we're doing here you know this is the what we're doing here we call it fellowship the Bible calls it waiting because when the Bible says those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and they shall mount up wings like eagles waiting we thought it's just sitting. It's only in the New Testament that we find out that Christ says, do not depart there until the Holy Spirit has come upon you. No, the strength of Israel was always the Holy Spirit. 
told you, don't don't miss anything I say to you. It's not trying to preach um, a way to wow you. No. The strength of Israel, the strength of Jacob, let me put it like that so you understand I'm speaking about a man, must be the blessing. When Jacob will fight with the angel, he will have to be wounded and he will now have to walk with a limp. Jacob all this time had the strength of the flesh. The strength of the flesh can never get him to God. So he had to be injured in his flesh so that he can ask the divine for strength. When you are told your assignment and you realize that your own flesh cannot bring you to the fulfillment of your assignment, you will then be provoked to pray to God as a man injured. Lord, grant me strength. Okay, Jacob asked do not go unless you bless me. Pastor Toby, if we listen to our prophet, has told us before, when you ask to be blessed, you're asking to be empowered. So, anyway, let's just, I'm trying not to go into too many different things. So what we then discover, guys, is that two is good. And what always used to baffle me is that Christ resurrected. When he resurrected, the Bible says, and try to find it, it's in John, the latter part of John. Just read the New King James, so I don't quote anything outside of scripture. Have you found it? You haven't found it, right? The Bible says along the lines that Christ resurrected. And when he resurrected, he gathered to the disciples. Notice, where he gathered, the New King James Version tells us they were assembled somewhere for the of the Jews it sounds like the upper room sounds I taught when I was teaching about the love the, the, um, the, the month of love and death that God will call you in the beginning and he will bring you back to your beginning before he sends you what amazes me about that scripture is that when they were in the assembled room when they were assembled together the Bible says that Jesus said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. He breathed upon them. We then go to Acts. It's like they follow him to a mountain. He ascends. He tells them, Do not leave Jerusalem. Because not many days from now, you will receive power. What's in the right hand of God? Power. You will receive power when you are when the Holy Ghost comes upon you. I thought the Holy Spirit came upon them already. You're not following me, are you? God can say something to you. Many are called, few are chosen. What God does, He speaks over your life then he will give you another time frame. For them, he will not tell them the exact time, but he'll say not many days from now. Now, time. Then they will receive power. So what they didn't receive in the beginning, I told you I saw fire, but I know it's not enough. We have started something today. 
God has spoken the Spirit of God. Many of us did not feel a change, but He spoke the Spirit over you. The words I speak to you are spirit and life. He has given us the Spirit, but those who will receive the food of angels, so I'm tying everything together, at the end of Matthew 4, 1 to 11, angels ministered to Christ. What did they minister? Again, you would have left it as angels ministered to him. But if you study other parts of scripture, you will know what it means for angels to minister. How did the angels minister to Elijah? They fed him. How did they minister to Jesus later on even? They strengthened him. So feeding of the angels ties to the strengthening of an individual. Are you hearing me, guys? We're about to fight a fight, and this is what I want to equip you for. Christianity will never be successful by fluke. We're going to be tried. In this journey, many people, God sows the seed to them. The Bible lets us know that when persecution and tribulation rose up for the, for the word of God's sake, yeah. this is when God tells us, Christ says, when he's teaching about the parable of the sower, he says, how would you understand any other mystery parable if you don't understand this one? The principle of God's word being sown. What I've just done today to you guys has committed you to the hands of the enemy. Because he's the one that will escort you to the mountain peak. Let's rise up on our feet. We're going to spend time praying just for a minute.